0: Fiat Chrysler and French automaker Peugeot plan to merge and create the fourth largest car company in the world. Paul Eisenstein is the publisher of the DetroitBureau.com and Automotive News and Analysis website. Paul, the obvious question, of course, is why are they merging?
1: Well, if you look at what's happening in the industry, uh, automakers are under incredible pressure, Uh, both the traditional competitiveness but also from regulators who are demanding tougher mandates putting in place tougher mandates on things like fuel economy and emissions. And the cost of meeting all these plus other technological demands such as autonomy are are close to breaking the bank for some of the smaller manufacturers. Basically, they need to pair up to be able to afford being able to
0: stay alive. So why does this merger between these two companies make sense?
1: Well, it seems like they have a good it uh where one is strong the other one is weak in a few cases uh where they're both weak they feel that they can do better in china for example by teaming forces they hope to gain a better foothold in what is the world's largest car market
0: which one is the weaker of the two
1: uh that's That's probably going to be Fiat Chrysler. It's got a lot of holes in its operations. Uh, It's been behind in terms of its electrification and in terms of its autonomous vehicle efforts. Uh, That said, PSA does have a couple of... Big weaknesses. For example, it has not been in the United States market, second largest market in the world, for a quarter century. It's been trying to make a comeback, but the plan that it's outlined is likely to take it a full decade, at least without some help from Fiat Chrysler.
0: So what's the next step in the merger process?
1: Well, the process is Probably going to be a moderately slow one. Uh, now that we have the official agreement on the part of the two different boards of directors, you'll see an MOU, a Memorandum of Understanding, released probably in about two weeks, give or take. And I've been told, yes, it's possible we could see the deal completed as early as next summer. But the reality is, as I was told by a very deep insider, it might take a year or longer because there's going to be a lot of regulatory review, and of course, eventually it will have to go up in front of the two uh, stockholder groups uh, for approval.
0: Now how does the news of this merger affect Fiat Chrysler's contract talks with the United Auto Workers, which just announced a tentative agreement with Ford and ratified a deal with General Motors after a 40-day strike?
1: Well, that's a good question, and we don't know yet. I've talked to some people around the talks, and basically what we're likely to see is that the union is going to be saying, what does it mean for us? How will this affect jobs? We know whenever there's a merger, there's some sort of rationalization, uh, and that could mean that FCA and PSA and whatever they become will have to start thinking about plant closings, about layoffs, about other efforts uh, around the world they're going to be under intense pressure from the french government which owns a little more than twelve percent of psa not to cut operations in that country and we're going to see of course pressure from well it's not from the government directly but we certainly will see pressure in some form or another not to do any major cutting here in north america i can tell you this uh... from one of my sources we are not going to see them walk away from some of the big plants they've put up. You know, they, they converted the uh, Sterling Heist plant to build trucks, and they have this massive operation up in Auburn Hills, of course. Don't expect to see any major cuts at either of those
0: locations. What about the new factory being built on Detroit's east side?
1: Oh, I wouldn't worry about that because uh, as long as truck demand is there, they're going to be pumping out as many trucks as they can for that operation.
0: Shifting gears a bit, if you will, to Ford, what might be in that new contract with the UAW? Neither side has really offered much in the way of details.
1: Well, we know it's a pattern based on what they got out of General Motors. Uh, signing bonuses almost certainly will be less. In part, that big signing bonus at General, at General Motors, what, $11,000 per worker, uh, helped Workers make up for all the money they lost while they were out on the picket line. Uh, I've heard different numbers, perhaps $5,000, but we'll have to wait on that. Uh, a number I'm more comfortable with is it appears that Ford has agreed to invest about $6 billion in products and plants here in North America. I am expecting some of that will cover electrification electric vehicles of some form or another. That's a bit less than GM had planned, but remember, GM was also going to close two assembly plants and two component plants in North America, as uh, in the U.S., as well as a, an assembly plant in Canada, which will continue to close. Uh, the big news at GM was they were able to save the town plant.
0: Are you surprised that Ford and the UAW announced a tentative agreement so soon after the GM strike ended?
1: I was almost surprised that it took uh, uh, three days after they went back to the bargaining table. Uh, From everything I knew, those guys had basically worked out a settlement before the union decided to focus on what they traditionally called a strike target with General Motors. Uh, They wanted to get a couple of things down probably lay out a couple of details, including uh, efforts to bring some of those temp workers in as permanent employees. And GM was really the company that set the pattern. Uh, It would have been harder to do the same thing over at
0: Ford. So they didn't just pick up and start brand new negotiations after the GM strike ended. They'd been talking behind the scenes uh, before that.
1: Well, they had a good percentage of the contract done, from what I understand, even before they broke off to focus on GM back in September. And I'm sure that there were a few details that they got out of GM that helped to tweak what they finally arrived at with Ford Motor Company. They they, they never completely stop. It's not like they pick up everything and just walk away. There's some talking that goes on with the other companies, and I'm sure uh, they've been talking with Fiat Chrysler for a matter of weeks, if not that month since the, uh, uh, since the strike at General Motors began. So I, I, I can't say that there'll be a quick settlement at FCA. There's a lot of challenges, including the union now likely to ask, what will they be facing with the merger?